Hey guys, it's Joe. And I've had a couple call-ins lately requesting some information about this NSNG thing. That's right, you've probably heard me talk about NSNG for a while now. It's something I'm very passionate about. and something that has changed my life. First of all, I've got to give credit where credit is due. And I've got to thank my buddy Lane over at Radio Free Rat Race. He's the guy who turned me on to this way of eating and this lifestyle change, and I couldn't be more grateful. During this episode, we're going to talk about exactly what NSNG is. We're going to talk about the food that you can and the food that you cannot eat. We're going to talk a little bit about the science behind NSNG and what it does to your body. We're going to talk about the cravings and the challenges that come with this way of eating. And then we're also going to talk about success and where to get more information about this lifestyle. So stay tuned. I hope you guys are interested in this topic. And I hope that for a few of you, it could be as life-changing as it was for me. So strap in your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy ride. What's up, Joe? It's Lane from Radio Free Rat Race. My journey towards a no sugar, no grain lifestyle started with the same steps that my journey towards becoming a podcaster did, and that is listening to the Adam Carolla Show. Adam would have Vinny Tortorich on there all the time, and at first I thought he was just another guy, you know, just another huckster out there trying to sell his wares until I realized one day that he never tried to sell anything. Uh, I put two and two together, and it occurred to me that he was just giving out good advice. And um, Corolla's philosophy is if you're good at something, you're going to have to do it for free for a while before you get paid for it. And I sort of applied that to Vinny, and that's what led me to where I am today. No sugar, no grain, 14 months strong. Well, friends, I'd like to thank you for joining me on this podcast today. Uh, This is a special uh, request that I've had uh, to do uh, an episode about NSNG, what it is exactly, and where you can get more information. Now, first off, I'd like to start off this podcast by saying I'm not a doctor, I'm not a scientist, I'm not a nutritionist, and all of these stories are, are true about me or people I know. The results vary from person to person, but the results are true. And if you'd like, you know, I'd like to encourage everybody to take a look at this way of eating, consult a doctor, maybe consult a couple doctors. And the reason why I say that is because some of the information that I'm going to share a lot of older doctors are not going to agree with. They have been trained and taught a certain way of thinking and a certain way of thinking about food for so long that they don't understand the changes that are happening and the scientific advances that have been that have happened over the past few years to um, to show this new way of eating is effective 
and maybe even more healthy, in my opinion, than the way that we currently have been eating. You may be asking yourself, Joe, what is NSMG? Why do you keep saying NSMG? Will you stop saying NSMG? Well, no, friends, I won't. NSMG is an acronym. It stands for No Sugar, No Grain. The way of eating that I prescribe to is just that. I avoid all sugars and I avoid all grains. I'd like you to picture the average daily American meal and what it consists of. Now this may be a bit of an exaggeration. It may hit home and it may fall short of what your daily food intake looks like. But I wanted to highlight some key factors into the average American's daily eating habits. You wake up, you have a cup of coffee. Maybe you have a glass of orange juice. In that coffee, you put cream and sugar. Already, you've had too much sugar. You go about your morning and you decide it's time to eat. Why? Because it's the most important meal of the day. You may have a bowl of oatmeal, you know, because you're trying to be heart healthy with your wheat. Perhaps you're having a bowl of cereal. Again, wheat product. Maybe you don't have time for that. So you're going to swing through McDonald's and you're going to have a sausage McMuffin with egg. That's right. Sausage McMuffin with egg stuck between what? That's right. A buttery English muffin. More grain. Let's fast forward to lunch. We're going to have a sandwich. Maybe a club sandwich. BLT. Something nice and light and healthy. More bread. More grain. Maybe a soda. Oh, that's right. You're watching what you're eating, so you're going to have a diet soda, all right? And a salad. Maybe a Caesar salad. Yeah, Caesar salad. That, that, that sounds healthy. And we'll have some bag of chips or maybe some french fries on the side. More grain, more sugar. And now it's 3 o'clock in the afternoon and you're getting a little sleepy. Maybe you grab another cup of coffee with more creamer, more sugar. Maybe you grab a snack, a little pick-me-up. Maybe it's candy. Maybe it's a candy bar. Maybe it's chocolate. Not exactly sure. Maybe you're grabbing a, uh, a little bag of popcorn. Mm. Pretzels. Yeah, those are good. Those are healthy. And now you're heading home, and it's 6 o'clock, and you know you got to eat dinner. So you go ahead and you make a mean dish of spaghetti with garlic bread and salad. you got to have more salad. Let's do another Caesar. Caesar goes good with salad. So to recap, you've had a breakfast sandwich, maybe some oatmeal, 
glass of juice, coffee. For lunch, you've had a sandwich, a salad. You've had a snack. You may have had a, you know, a grain-based snack or a sugar-based snack. And then for dinner, more grains, more sugars. And don't forget dessert. We all deserve a little bowl of ice cream at the end of a hard day, am I right? Now I do this to showcase just how much sugar and grain we're consuming. And it's a lot. In current Food and Drug Administration, current science and, and way of thinking, is that we need grain. We need grain to survive. Well, in my humble opinion, we don't. Grain is hurting our bodies. Grain is basically sugar. And the best way I can really illustrate the way we're gonna change our bodies is by talking about fuel. Now, I want you to think about a fire. And I want you to think about starting a fire. Now, we can use an accelerant, um, a lighter starter, a fire starter, um, and we can douse our wood in that. And we can light it on fire. And what happens to that, that accelerant? That accelerant gets super hot, it burns really fast, and hopefully what it does is it burns enough of the wood to keep the wood lit and burning longer. And I want you to think about that accelerant as sugar. Those sugars are great for energy and bursts of power, but it is not a long sustaining fire. It burns hot and fast, but short. Now, picture a Duraflame log, or just a regular log at that matter. If you can get a nice seasoned, dried piece of wood, solid log, and you get that started, you're gonna have a nice, even, slow burn, creating heat and energy for a long period of time. And that's our body. That is fat. Fat burns slow and low and gives you the energy you need as you need it. But you say, Joe, well, I'm a marathon runner and I got to get my carbs up and I got to do all this so that I have long-term energy. And the conversion of burning, <clears throat> burning fat for energy is just too hard on the body. It takes too long. Well, my friends, that's what I thought, but that's not true. You see, once you've actually changed your body and adapted to this way of living, to becoming fat adapted, that means burning fat for energy, your body does it seamlessly and flawlessly. So that's energy in a nutshell. And why, or not, and why, and an example of how burning fat is better than burning sugar. 
currently, your body runs on glucose. That is, that is your main energy source. And your body absorbs and transforms foods like grain. It breaks it down and turns it into glucose. And your body stores this glucose. Here's a little trick that your body does to save time and save energy. It knows that you're going to feed it glucose. So it keeps these fat cells, these, these watery cells, plumped up and ready to accept more glucose. They may not be full of anything but water and space until you actually eat something for your body to fill them up. So you've got these basically cells that are swollen and pumped for no reason, just waiting to get filled. Well, when you switch over from have, being a glycose-driven energy source over to a fat-burning source, you don't need those extra cells. Those cells are gonna disappear. And you're gonna start to see your body shrinking and reshaping into a leaner, more fit you very, very quickly. It's going to be amazing. You see, I always thought because I was like growing and changing into uh, out of a, a teenage or young adult, young men's body, I was changing into a man's body that I just had to go and buy different clothes with a different cut from a different section of the store. But in reality, my body was adjusting and finding different places to store fat and to store these cells that could hold the, the glucose energy that I needed. So I wasn't really, my body was changing, but it wasn't really changing for a purpose that was healthy. It was changing to accommodate my lifestyle. And now that I've lost as much weight as I have, clothes fit differently. I'm able to fit into a slim fit. I'm still an extra large slim fit because I still have some weight to lose, but I'm getting there. And my body appears a lot smaller than it actually is. So now you're wondering, well, Joe, what exactly can I eat? Well, I'm glad you asked. See, the world is full of great foods that we can eat. Let me rewind a little bit for you. Let me tell you about why it's so dangerous, the food that we are eating. And that's because back in the day, they decided that fats, saturated fats, were unhealthy. It was a huge campaign. Millions and millions and millions of dollars were spent to prove and to say that saturated fats were unhealthy. Well, they weren't. It was a lie. And everything got taken, all the fat got taken out of everything. You know what happened when the fat got taken out of everything? The flavor went away. Well, when the flavor goes away, sugar companies stepped right in. Sugar is delicious. So now you've got food that has no real nutritional value. 
and it's just pumped full of sugar just to give you that caloric intake you need to keep fueling your body to keep it moving. Fortunately, you're feeding it crap. We've been trained as we go on diets that our food has to change so dramatically and so drastically that it's almost impossible to really do. Not to mention, it's going to be extremely expensive. And to me, that's just a bunch of hooey. People ask me all the time, well, Joe, what do you eat? There can't really be that much food out there that you can really eat. Well, there really is. And it's really quite simple. And in fact, that's what I tell people. I tell people to kiss. That's right. Kiss. Keep it simple, stupid. I know it's harsh and it's not pretty, but it really is the best way I can explain it. You cut out your added sugars and you cut out the grains. What is a grain? Well, a grain is anything that is flour or wheat that comes from a seed and is processed to a floury substance, whole wheat, whole grains, all that stuff no good. You don't need it. It's not essential. You don't believe me. Google it. The internet will tell you it's true. I don't know if that's helping my case at all, but it's true. It's a non-essential dietary need. You do not need carbs from grains. All the, car- all the carbs you need, you can get from leafy green vegetables. So what do you eat? Well, what do I eat? I eat foods that are high in fat. Bacon with no added sugar. Um, Salami. Avocados. Olive oil. Nuts like almonds and macadamia nuts. Try and stay away from peanuts. They really don't have much for you. I eat eggs. A lot of eggs. Dairy. Whole fat dairy. Now you're probably telling me, Joe, lactose intolerant. Well, so am I. A strange thing has happened though since I cut out the sugar. Once I cut out the sugar, I'm able to ingest heavy whipping cream. I'm able to enjoy a small glass of milk. Now you don't need to drink a lot of milk. You don't need to eat a lot of cheese. You don't need to have a lot of heavy whipping cream. A small bit goes a long way, and it can really help. Let me take a let me take you through a walk of my average daily food intake. An average day when I was starting out, before I became fully fat adapted, I would eat two to three hard-boiled eggs in the morning two three pieces of bacon and a couple slices of cheese I would also have a cup of uh, cup of coffee eight to ten ounces and two tablespoons of heavy whipping cream that would fill me until and I would eat this around 6 or 7 a.m. and that would fill me until 2 now for lunch I like a salad. I am on the road all the day, all all the time, all day. 
So I like to stop off at Mod Pizza. Mod Pizza is a great place that I can go and they will make me the perfect salad. I get the mini salad, I get the spring greens with some basil, throw in some mushrooms, some olives, some sausage, maybe some bacon or chicken, some artichoke, some feta cheese, top that bad boy off with some oil and vinegar. That's a perfect lunch if you ask me. If I need a little snack in the middle of the day, I grab a handful of almonds, maybe six to ten almonds. That's all I needed. Then for dinner, the wife always has something wonderful prepared. Some sort of protein that's high in fat and, uh, and usually some cream. It's usually cooked in a cream, so it's like a casserole with some veggies. And that is my daily diet in a nutshell. It varies from day to day, but there are plenty of things that you can eat out there. And there's a wonderful, wonderful cookbook that I'm going to promote later on in this show. So to recap, to eat and what not to eat. Stay away from grains. Stay away from beans. Stay away from potatoes. These are all things that are going to hinder your weight loss. Now, if you're not wanting to lose weight and you just need to change your eating habits... Eating these things on the occasion are not going to harm you. On the occasion, might be once or twice a week for me. When I'm really trying to hit my weight loss goals, I steer clear 100%. In the beginning, I find it easier to steer clear of these things 100%. Why? Well, because your body craves these carbs It craves the easy sugars. And if you want to keep battling your mind and your body to feed it what it wants and what it thinks it needs, then keep eating these things because it will continue to confuse your body and to make you a slave to these foods, thus making it harder for you to keep moving forward. When you're just starting... All the high-fat foods you can stomach, I'd encourage you to eat. It's going to help break that sugar addiction, that mental and physical addiction you literally have to sugar. And it may not be sugar in the traditional sense that you believe it to be. It is in those grains. It is in the breads that we eat. It is in the tortillas. It is in the processed foods. So you may not eat quote-unquote sugar But it is in there. Read your packaging, people. Read the labels. There are some foods that sugar is naturally occurring in. If you look at milk and you look at whole milk, whole fat milk, it's going to have a lot less sugar in it than skim milk. Why? It does naturally have sugar. But when you start to take out the fat, you take out the flavor, and they actually add more sugar to it. It's incredible. Sugar they are putting in everything. Go to the store and buy a bottle of Prego Prego, uh, spaghetti sauce. You can easily have 20 to 30 grams of added sugar. That is just ridiculous. Nobody needs that. So read your labels. Because there is hidden sugar 
and hidden flower in everything. That's going to be the other thing you're going to need to do. You're going to need to familiarize yourself with the hidden secret names of sugar and flowers or grains. These are put in foods to change their consistency, to get more shelf life out of them. Um, the other tip that I would give you is to really stay on the outside perimeter of your uh, grocery store. The outside of the grocery store, the perimeter, is where all the fresh food is going to be. Your fresh meats, your dairies, your fruits and vegetables. It's really all you need. My bad guys, I forgot one other food to eat. Well, to talk about, and that's fruit, right? Because everybody's got to eat fruit. Well, you do and you don't. There are some fruits that are healthier than others, some fruits that are higher in a glycemic count than others. My rule of thumb, I eat berries, and I do it on occasion. They're a treat, they're something when I want something sweet, but if your goal is weight loss, you're going to want to stay away from fruits as much as possible. They're not going to do anything to you but spike your blood sugar and help those cravings uh, for sugary treats stay consistent in your life and you're going to want to keep feeding yourself sweets. Now a nice Friday or Saturday night treat that I like to give myself is a, um, a cup of mixed berries, blueberries, strawberries, and raspberries. I heat them up and I put fresh uh, heavy whipping cream on the top. I make it, I make whipped cream, no sugar. Sometimes I might put a splash of vanilla, but usually it's just plain. That with the berries is an amazing dessert. Absolutely fabulous. So that's where I stand on fruits. Try and stay away from them as much as possible, especially things like oranges, bananas, pineapples, things of that nature. But you really want to uh, focus on strawberries, blueberries, raspberries, stuff like that. All right. So you guys still with me? You still tracking? You still thinking that this NSNG thing could be for you? Because if you got a few pounds to lose, I'm telling you, what can hurt? You've tried everything, right? I mean, you've done the Atkins diet, which is similar to what this is. You've, uh, you've counted calories. You've tried Weight Watchers. You've tried uh, smaller portions, macros. Um, maybe you even had surgery. But you're still not getting the results you want to get. Really, what could you lose from 60 days of NSNG? Let me tell you what you're going to gain from 60 days NSNG. One, your skin and complexion is going to be clearer. Two, your hair and your nails, healthier. Three, you're not going to have any midday headaches. 
you're going to have increased energy, you're going to have more stamina, you are going to feel 10 years newer. I'm serious. The health benefits of eating this way are immeasurable. It's, you know, and again, I'm no doctor, I'm no scientist, I can only tell you what I've experienced. In my first 60 days, I lost over 20 pounds. More than just the weight, I lost inches, dramatic inches. I also lost my phone and I lost 75 days worth of photos. It was about a week leading up to my first 60 days when I started to uh, take pictures and started to document what a fat schlub I had become. So lost all those beginning pictures and the starting pictures and my first 60 day pictures. Oh, such a disappointment. Oh, well. Don't worry, those images are burned deep in my mind. And uh, I no longer recognize that guy, so that's good. But I implore you, friends, if you've ever wanted to boost your metabolism, boost your, uh, your diet, kick it into high gear, give this a shot. This could literally change everything you ever thought about food. One of the other changes you're going to notice is your necessity to eat. If you think about cavemen or early civilization, when we were hunters and gatherers, food was not always readily available at five in the morning when we wake up. A lot of times, humans would have to go and hunt and gather they would not have their first meal until late in the day. When you're eating this way and you're burning fat as fuel, your body sustains energy and keeps moving without the fatigue, without the stomach pains, without the hunger pains. It just keeps moving so efficiently. So you can, you end up involuntarily intermittent fasting intermittent fasting is a great metabolism tool to really kick your weight loss into high gear intermittent fasting is when you fast for about 18 hours of the day 16 to 18 hours of the day now that can be done overnight for instance when I am following my way of eating strictly, I don't need to eat until about 2 p.m. Now, I have a little cheat in there. I, I will admit it, because I do like my coffee in the morning. My coffee of choice is a 16-ounce nitro cold brew with about three to four tablespoons of heavy cream, and that, that kicks my morning off and gets me jump-started to get through the day 
and I literally don't think about food until after one o'clock. What a great freeing experience that is. Let me just touch on that a little bit. Not having to think about food. So much of our society focuses on food and food-related events. So along with the intermittent fasting that you've got going on, whether by choice or just because the lack of hunger, because you're, you're no longer forced to eat every time you're depleted of energy because your fat is burning this energy for you and sustaining you throughout your day, or you're intermittent fasting intentionally to kickstart uh, kick your body, to, to send it into ketosis, um, which is a, a fat-burning machine as well. And uh, that's kind of a, a different topic, and we can talk about that later. Keto and SNG, similar. They both put your body into ketosis. Keto is different for a myriad of reasons, and uh, I just choose NSNG because it's a little better fit for, for me and for most people, so that is what I subscribe to. But my point about food freedom here is you're no longer a slave to food or the social con- confines of food. Everything doesn't have to revolve around food anymore. We don't have to meet to eat. We can meet to hang out. We can meet to go for a walk. We can meet for a ton of different things. And if you want to eat, come over. Let's cook something. Because we don't know, we can't control what we're eating when we go out to, to dinner. We can on a, on, a le- on a certain level, but there are going to be hidden ingredients and everything, and why risk it? Besides, grilling up a couple steaks is a lot more fun, and serving it over to your friends, having them come over, is going to be a much more enjoyable experience for everybody, and you're going to save a ton of money to buy a nice bottle of tequila, grab a couple beers, steaks, have a salad, you no longer have to go to that crappy steak joint down the street, you no longer have to fight over what you guys are going to eat, make it simple, make it fun, save some money, stay in SMG. A few simple food ideas that I'd like to leave you guys with before I wrap up here in the next segment is just some snack ideas. Okay, and maybe some meal prep uh, sheets or whatever, hacks. A great way to jumpstart your NSNG lifestyle is to get in the kitchen. Start cooking. And you're saying, Joe, what do I cook? Well, if, you, if you're not very handy in the kitchen, you need a good recipe book. you got to get Anna Bocino's Eat Happy. It is on Amazon. You can get it on the digital version for under $10. You can get the paperback edition, hardcover, for I think it's like 30 bucks. It is an amazing cookbook. There are recipes for everything and anything you will ever crave 
and think you can't eat any more since you've got NSNG in this cookbook. I'm telling you, my friends, go get Eat Happy by Anna Bocina. You're, you will thank me. More importantly, thank her. She has done so much work. We use this cookbook practically exclusively. And we are eagerly anticipating Eat Happy 2, the sequel. There are desserts. There are savory dishes. There are casseroles. Salads. Everything you're going to need is in this cookbook. So do yourself a favor and get that cookbook. Now, simple things you can do. You can cook some bacon. You can cook it in the oven. You can cook it on the stovetop. Whatever, whatever suits you, okay? You're going to want to cook some bacon. Hard-boiled eggs. Do like a 12-pack or an 18-pack. Do like 2-3 pounds of bacon. Cut up some cheese. Pre-slice some cheese. Don't buy that pre-sliced stuff. Do it yourself. Okay? Save yourself the money. Save yourself the extra dextrose. Olives and almonds are a staple. Great for idle munching. If you like to idle munch because you're stressed or whatever, get some olives. Get some uh, almonds. Macadamia nuts are great. And munch on those. Okay? Those are really going to help you out there. What else can you do? Oh, yes, of course. You can always take those uh, cheese. You can fry those up. You can make those into little crackers. Sprinkle a little sea salt, a little pink salt on those. Oh, they're wonderful. There are a ton of ideas for you to get started and to keep going and staying at SMG. And one of my favorites, one of my favorite little... Uh, lunchtime substitute or just a midday snack. I make these salami, cream cheese, and olive roll-ups. I take a, a slice of salami, put a dollop of cream cheese in it, take a half an olive, and I roll it all up. There we go. You get your fats, you get some salts, and you get your protein. It's the perfect fat bomb to keep that fire burning inside of me, my friends. Two more points I need to touch on before we wrap up today. And that's going to be your water intake. Half a gallon of water, minimum. You've got to up your water game. Okay? No excuses. Can't drink juice. Drink that water. Get a jug. Keep it with you. Because of the water intake, you're going to need to up your salt. Now, I kind of hinted at that in that last piece, talking about the salami, great source of salt. You're going to need to up your salt because as you drink so much water, you're going to deplete yourself of the salt. You're going to get headaches, you're going to feel tired and lethargic. Keep those electrolytes going, keep your body running at optimal operation standards, okay? Salt, water, there you go. That should be everything you need to know to get started. And I'm going to give you some resources here in this next segment. I'm going to put a bow on this and call it good. That'll be my intro to NSMG. What's up, Joe Lane again? I started No Sugar, No Grain, 
January 3rd, 2017. Five and a half months after that, I was down a total of 60 pounds. I had stopped at 50 pounds. Uh, 190, I was comfortable being 190, but the diet decided for me that I was not done losing weight, so I dropped another 10 pounds, and it was virtually effortless. If you stick to the diet, you will lose the weight, and your body will regulate, and you will be very happy with the way you look, and it's very sustainable. I'm still doing it today. It's easy. Your instincts are going to tell you, you can't do it. I can't give up my bread, but that's wuss talk. That's, that's quitter talk. Anybody can do it. I did it. You can do it. Well, friends, that in a nutshell is NSNG. That's what I understand it to be, how I understand it to operate. In a nutshell, it's going to be no carbs or low carb. Because if you're eating your green veggies, your leafy veggies, you're going to get some carbs from those, and that's fine. You don't need to count or keep track. But you're no grains and you're no sugars. You're high fat, high healthy fats. Again, we're looking at nuts. We're looking at olive oils. We're looking at full fat dairy, okay? Those are the things that you want to cling to. Those are the things that are gonna get you through this, get you through your, your initial sugar addiction and the withdrawals. I'm here to tell you they are real. You're gonna be cranky, you're gonna be angry. If you can get through that, you can become fully fat adapted you could be NSNG, and you could be the best you out there. Now, like I said, my buddy Lane over at Radio Free Rat Race, he's the man who turned me onto this. He heard about it after listening to the uh, Adam Corolla podcast. And uh, Adam Corolla has, from time to time, his buddy, Vinny Tortorich. I became a fan of Vinny. February of last year when I started listening to his podcast. Vinny Tortorich is a genius. He has explained everything to me via his podcast. He gave everything out for free. If you go to VinnyTortorich.com, it's V-I-N-N-I-E. As he would say, don't put that wimpy Y at the end of it. I-E. Tortorich. T-O-T-O-R-I-C-H. Tortorich.com, VinnyTortorich.com. Check out his podcast. Check out his publications. I believe he was dropping a um, a full manual on an intro to NSNG and what that's going to look like. He's a smart guy. He's he's going to be able to give you all the information I couldn't give you for fact checking and all that stuff me it's just my own personal experience listening to what he said cutting out sugars and grains dropped 100 pounds ah, 96 pounds 93 pounds somewhere in there in a year okay life-changing so big thanks to Vinny and uh, Anna Vocino you heard me talk about her earlier her cookbook eat happy love it live by it it is the holy grail, the quintessential book that you're going to need to go full NSNG. 
and to shock all those naysayers, and there will be naysayers who say you can't do it. You show them you can. You show them how delicious this food is. You can change your family. You can change your life. Right, friends? Be like my friend Larry. Keep moving forward. Let's go in SMG.